Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. So today we're in Psalm 45, and uh, before we go there, let's let's go to God in prayer. Father, I thank you for this time and for this reading. I thank you for your word, the way you come before us or you present to us, and we can come before you. Your word is always there, and it's appropriate for the times. And Lord, I just thank you for this time, and I just pray that you'd help us to understand it. The Holy Spirit, you'd open my eyes and my heart and my spirit to it, because I really don't understand it for how to use it best. So, Lord, I just pray that you'd walk with us, talk with us, and guide us as we read. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, as you can tell from from the prayer, I don't have a clue about this. This is a song, basically, for a wedding. I've read it numerous times. Don't really understand my life application for it. And, uh, I've read a lot of, I've read Spurgeon's comments. I've read, um, MacArthur's or started to, and it just didn't seem to really hit home with me at all. And I got, I just, anyways, didn't work for me and doesn't mean it's not a great message, but I don't understand it. So hopefully he he'll open our hearts and our minds as we read this. And then afterwards, Again, just focusing on the Sunday mindset, I'm going to read a couple of scriptures regarding anxiety and worry because it's kind of a crazy time right now. So Psalm 45, for the director of music to the tune of Lilies, of the sons of Korah, a masculine, a wedding song. My heart is stirred by a noble theme as I recite my verses for the king. My tongue is the pen of a skillful writer. You are the most excellent of men, and your lips have been anointed with grace, since God has blessed you forever. Gird your your sword on your side, you mighty one. Clothe yourself with splendor and majesty. In your majesty ride forth victoriously in the cause of truth, humility, and justice. Let your right hand achieve awesome deeds. See, when I started reading this, I thought maybe it was Christ when he came back or, you know, as the Messiah had returned. Let your sharp arrows pierce the hearts of the king's enemies. Let the nations fall beneath your feet. Your throne, O God, will last forever and ever. A scepter of justice will be the scepter of your, of your kingdom. So again, when he talks about your throne, O God, will last forever and ever. Again, I was thinking it was Christ um, in the return. You love righteousness and hate wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has set you above your companions by anointing you with the oil of joy. Now, this section where it's therefore God, your God, has set you as, it just, there's, I've read a lot of different, I've read some on that, and I didn't, I got lost. Um, is this God talking to Jesus who is God? Um, or is this Jesus talking? Anyways, um, all your robes are fragrant with myrrh and aloes and cassia from palaces adorned with ivory. The music of the strings makes you glad daughters of Kings are among your honored women at your right hand 
is the royal bride in gold of Ophir. Listen, daughter, and pay careful attention. Forget your people and your father's house. Let the king be enthralled by your beauty. Honor him, for he is your lord. The city of Tyre will come with a gift. People of wealth will seek your favor. All glorious is the princess within her chamber. Her gown is interwoven with gold. In embroidered garments, she is led to the king. Her virgin companions follow her. Those brought to be with her, led in with joy and gladness, they enter the palace of the king. Your sons will take the place of your fathers. You will make them princes throughout the land. I will perpetuate your memory through all generations. Therefore, the nations will praise you forever and ever. Now, the part that throws me a lot on this is that this is a wedding song. It's being sung at a royal person's wedding. But I wonder if, and this is where I was going, <coughs> excuse me, and this is where I was going, is this the, in my mind, is this a picture or an image of Jesus, his church, the bride, which we that imagery is used a lot, and is this that, that imagery, Jesus and the bride being brought forth, which would be us, and appropriate for today's world since it seems like we're getting closer to the end times, but people have said that throughout time, so you can never know. I'm sure that people who were being you know, slaughtered by whoever way back when um, thought it was the end times, but... Anyway, so I just I just wonder if this is Jesus. The problem that I had with following through with that was really then I couldn't find anything that read that way. I couldn't find commentaries that supported that. And I don't like to share my thoughts when, quite candidly, half the time I'm wrong, more than half the time. So anyways, with all that coming or being said, sorry for the confusion on my side. I just don't have a good insight for this right now um, and I couldn't find it either so instead hey since we are facing some pretty troubling times I was talking to a friend of mine just a little while ago about this and about what's happening and whatnot let's go ahead and read a couple of verses about worry and anxiety we're going to read um, Matthew 6 25 through 33 So let's go ahead and and then we'll go into Psalms 94. So Matthew 6, 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? I've tried that. It doesn't work. I haven't added any time to my life by doing that. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, Will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. So do not worry, saying, What shall I eat, or what shall I drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and 
Your heavenly Father knows what you need. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. It's true. And there's enough trouble going on today for me with my own, with my job. And I had to really face a few things. It's like, you know, dude, it's, you know, I'm stressing, I'm not sleeping, whatever it might be. And God keeps telling me not to worry and to rest in him. And I think that's really one of the things I need to focus on more is just tr- is trusting him and resting. I've said that many times. So going on to Psalm 94, 18, it reads, When I said my foot is slipping, your unfailing love, Lord, supported me. When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. You see, even when we're falling, even when we don't know what's going on and we're about to get injured, God is our support. I think that gets back to a lot of what we've been reading in Psalms, which is even when we're in the midst of trials, God is there. And what we need to do is remember how he has saved us in the past. So with that, let's go back to God in prayer. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your word. I praise you for who you are and the way you care for us. And I just thank you that your Holy Spirit talks to us and walks with us. And I just pray, Lord, for the ability to do your will, to rest in your to rest in you and know that you're in charge. To know that we need we have a role to play, whatever that may be. But going out and taking things under our own guidance, our own decisions necessarily, are not necessarily the the right approach. That it's being strong. And the strongest we can be is when we're, when we're praying to you, when we're on our knees. So, Father, I just pray for your ability to rest in you. I pray for your safety for our families. There's a lot going on in this world. It seems like it's getting more and more dangerous. And I just pray you'd watch over our children, watch over our loved ones, our spouses, our families, our friends. May we be the example of your love to a world full of worry, full of anxiety, a world full of hate and evil. May we instead show your love, the love that surpasses all understanding, because you're being allowed, you're being let out of us, your love is being shown through us to others. I praise you and I thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. I hope you have a great day.